0: What if business could be fun? This podcast is for people who no longer want work to be a four letter word. It is a comedic look at the myths of work, life and balance where we expose the kind of thinking that sucks your will to live. And we replace it with powerful, easy to use tools so that you can shift gears and laugh about it all. The only requirement to listen is you need to be human. Hello, hello, I am so excited. Two of my favorite people are here with me today in the whole world. This is the Still Human Podcast with Elaine and Kathy and we wanted to start a podcast because we both were in these million dollar masterminds and there were these things, major things that nobody told us. And so we were like, we wanted to share what it's like, what our journey has been to pull the curtain back and to have a comedic look at it. And then we have amazing, fabulous guests who come on and drop their pearls of wisdom and show their vulnerable side. So without further ado, I've got Kathy Keegan, the amazing, amazing co-speaker author, and my mentor, colleague, and friend, Noreen Howard, who is one of the original gangsters for females in business. And I could go on and on and on, but I thought I would let both of them talk a little bit about what they're up to. So welcome, welcome, ladies. And Noreen, we're so happy that you're here. Oh, Noreen, well, it's
1: so exciting. Everybody hears about me all the time. There's plenty of time for that. I want to hear about you.
0: Oh, I <laughs>
1: love your website. Um, I oh, love your story you. of how you started to turn things around. And I just, I can't wait to hear all about it.
2: Well, Thank you, and that's probably my least favorite subject—is to talk about me. But, but I will start with—it's—it's it's ironic that this is my very first podcast visit that um, guest that I've been. Yes, Woo! I've We're spoken. I've spoken on <laughs> stages. I've done lots of things and big events in the corporate world, but I've never done a podcast. So you're my inaugural podcast. Oh, and the—the the irony of it is that with the humor that you're bringing, I'm probably the least funniest guest that you will ever have on your podcast.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, okay, I disagree. And here's the thing, and I've said this before. When people say, oh, I'm not funny, I always think they just haven't gotten to flex that muscle enough. And I would much rather play with somebody like that than somebody who goes, oh, I'm hilarious. I'm so (laughs) funny all the time. That is usually like, actually, you're not. You're, your employees <laughs> laugh because they have
1: to, right? right. Am I right? Yeah. I call yeah. that a hostage situation. Um, <laughs> and, and the thing is, and the, and the other end of that spectrum is, if in fact you aren't funny, we shall now then look for other people who are even less funny than you are. So no matter no matter how we and stack how does this, that help
2: you because it's, again. I'm,
1: you? I'm goal and results driven. And so <laughs> this this becomes another thing that we can look to find. So I the way I see it is it's it's a win win all around. Mm-hmm. Right. I love it.
2: Well getting back to your original question. <laughs> Uh, we You struck a chord with me there because I, too, am goal- and results-driven, intentionally-driven. Um, and what I'm doing now after 35 years in the corporate world is uh, coaching and consulting with women entrepreneurs to become millionaires so they can make the impact they want to make. Not that we can't make the impact when we have nothing because we should, And we can, right? Um, But the the numbers in some senses on, uh, in some cases on uh, women-owned businesses are really exciting in that we start businesses at a faster rate than any other segment of the population, but the results are not that great uh, in terms of revenue and income growth. Right. Um, So uh, less than 2% of women-owned businesses ever hit the million-dollar mark and about 11% ever hit the six-figure mark. So uh, it doesn't mean that there aren't some that are tremendously successful. There are. But what I have seen is that our ability to fully self-express which is a big part of the work that I do is very much aligned with our ability to take care of ourselves, our families, to be able to sell, to be able to focus and serve our clients. And without that financial piece, really true wealth uh, can't happen. I don't think so. uh, So true wealth is really what I'm all about. The, the leadership, the keeping yourself in the game um, focusing on the right things, you know, and creating what is really in your heart to create in a way that aligns with your values. So that's it. Yeah. And that's awesome. Just gorgeous.
0: And, you know, it's gorgeous. And, you know, I just want to say, like, I would have quit my business several times if it hadn't been for Noreen, because, you know, I didn't realize, you know, you don't know, what you don't know and you don't know that you don't know that you don't, you know, so, you know, I didn't realize that my mindset was, it was in the gutter. No, it was just, you know, it was, I, you know, there were some things, I think you can be learning all this stuff, but then there's inside work you have to do, there's mindset work, you know, you get to do. And also, you know, I've worked with Noreen now for several years and learning to choose my words more carefully. So, it, you know, it's there's so many things, and as business Women, you know, like I I love coaching. I love teaching, but like the selling part, the uncomfortable conversations, I was like, oh, you know, and, and, I, and that's still an opportunity for growth for me. But I, yeah, I feel like so many women have so much to give, and there's just, there's a, a lot of opportunity to help, you know, and I have this wonderful accountability group. I just love them so much, and they'll say things like, oh, this woman is a lead, and my first thought is, I'm going to screw it up. (laughs) Or I have this prospect list, and I have stories about every single person on the list. Mm. Or, um, you know, like, and I'm always like, yes, yes, we found the weed. Let's pluck it out. (laughs) You know, and you've been part of that journey. But, um, yeah, so anyway, I'm so excited. And, you know, Kathy, what's your take on what she just oh Those my gosh the wisdom that she just went oh
1: well i you know when <laughs> i i'm thinking back to there was a great article in the new york times maybe about six or eight months ago and it was talking about the difference in the way women and men are educated from the get-go if i might quote one of my favorite movies the heat um which is a <laughs> girl buddy film <laughs> is that with M- melissa mccarthy, McCarthy and Sandra-, Sandra Bullock? Oh. it's so funny uh, and so the, the things that are expected of women um, circulate around perfection
2: and oh, circulate absolutely. around
1: a fixed mindset, whereas men are or boys are given more opportunity to have that growth mindset. So it's more about the effort they put in as opposed to what they produce. And so even in the workplace, you're having to work to change people's mindsets from the performance expectation that that men have for women when they're giving them a performance review and a raise. And then the expectation of he's a really great guy. I know he's good for it because I saw more great guys get hired that did not outperform the women in the workplace, but they were making more money. Mm -hmm. And so it's a, it's a huge thing. And I love that you are focusing on this because I think that we still need that support. It doesn't matter how old I am or how young I am, that still is in the collective. And so it's something that we really do need to work to change Mm
2: -hmm. so that, um, so
1: that it allows and, and just to allow everybody to thrive. And there are situations, you know, for example, I have my 94, uh, 94 year old father-in-law upstairs, on the uh, 16th floor and there are times when he can hear me but there are times when he can't and I know I've said something and I've told Doug about this I'll say it he does not hear it and then he says it as if it's his own and this happened a lot to me I bet that happened to you Noreen in the corporate space where you're like hmm is it something (laughs) I can change?" in this environment? Is it worth it? Can I do something here to make a change so that I am heard better? And I was able to make a lot of adjustments and get that going. Um, But that's also a very real thing is how to be heard and seen and acknowledged.
2: Right. Exactly. And actually, I have to say that the corporate experience was huge in being able to build the tools in my toolbox, so to speak, because there was nothing more important than effective communication in the corporate world, uh, as well as being able to be part of really running the economic engine where you're making money for them, which is why I left. I figured I've made millions for these Fortune 500 companies over the years. It's time to do that in my own business, even though, you know, um, it was a good life and they were good to me. But but that experience taught me as one of the few women coming through the ranks at a time when there weren't a lot that got past certain levels that if you could communicate and build relationships and make money for them, you were golden. Right. Yep. And and so it was brilliant that way. And and that's why I said I'm gonna transform that experience and and touch more lives, a million women, a million dollars um, so that they can touch and, you know, a million more people. Right. So um, so I'm on my road. I'm not there by any stretch of the imagination, but, um, but it's a mission. And, uh, and there have been, there have been some, um there has been some growth or uh development on the corporate side too a lot of women entering the force now there really is a l- little closer gender parity if you will um and i'm sorry something come up came up on my screen um And, but where before there was a huge difference between what women and men made, there still is a difference, but you Mm -hmm. see it, you see that gap far more so as um, you get higher in the ranks. Yeah. Right. Versus entry level. Yeah, I think progress. I love it. Progress
1: is definitely, I think progress is definitely being made. And I also appreciate. The fact that you appreciate your corporate experience, as do I, I don't ever want anyone to think that in any way I'm bashing it because I'm not. It gave me powerful tools. It taught me many, many powerful lessons. And so it's important. You can use wherever you are as sort of a a playground or a laboratory to try out skills that you might want to grow within the business you're in or on your own. So Noreen setting out on her own, Elaine and I, all of us just setting out on our own with the support of other women, which is kind of how we keep going.
0: I love that. And to me, that's like the improv rule of yes, and it doesn't have to be, oh, I was in corporate. Oh, and you know, it's like, it's all good. It's all (laughs) Mm -hmm. lessons. And that I have to share this New York Times Paula Kaplan. You know, one of my passions is storytelling. I love telling jokes, I love telling stories, I love helping people tell their stories. And I'm like, we need to tell this woman's story more. She she just passed at 74 and she was uh oh, comedy. Yeah, uh, it's a playwright. The, her, yeah, she was a playwright. She had yeah, written 11 books. She was a feminist, psychologist. And she challenged Freud. She challenged, she was a great defender of women's honor. And there was this whole image of women in the 70s of women as being vicious and cruel to each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that whole, if you're a powerful, you're a bitch conundrum. Anyway, so she was just amazing. I just read this short article and it sounds like she was just a huge fighter of, of the fights and the to, you know, break through the myths. Of the women masochist anyway. And I think what
1: you're talking about, what Paula did, is, you know, these people who are trailblazers, and the same with you, Noreen, the levels you reached in corporate America became even lonelier places for women because you were the pioneers.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, things are still lonely in that world, <laughs> uh, you know, as well as for entrepreneurs, which is why I'm such a big proponent of. Communities, And certainly now in the times of the pandemic, people feel even more isolated. But there was a, so I understand you're a reader, Kathy. And, yes. Um, I said she
0: was reading like five books at a
2: time. Yeah. It's more
0: just <laughs> hanging out next to her. It's so cool.
2: Yes. I too love to read. I go through binges, but um, I just came off of one. But um but there was an article, you probably know about it, that the current general surgeon, uh, Vivek Murthy, who was the ex-general surgeon at one point, too, before he was rehired, um, wrote an article that was published in the Harvard Business Review called uh, titled Something About the Loneliness Epidemic, and it related to exactly what you're talking about, not just for women, but just loneliness as you climb the ranks and, and and just loneliness as an epidemic in our society and what really um, has has spurred that, you know, why that's happened. So it's a brilliant article. I've used it in different leadership trainings and so forth. But if you're interested in that kind of thing and oh. haven't seen it, I would urge you to, to look I'm at gonna it. I'm going to read it. I, yeah. Yeah, oh my God,
1: something cool. you haven't read yet? Whoa, <laughs> yes. That's I, well, the, yes. And I, I think it's important because it's one of the reasons coaching's important. Because for that person who's risen in the ranks, what I found the higher up I went, the fewer people I could really talk to about stuff that I just needed to get. I just needed to be able to say it out loud, hear myself think but also have somebody there to sort of ask a good thought provoking question. Have you considered this? Mm -hmm. Have you considered that? That's what a coach does. And that's why you will find at these higher levels in organizations, oftentimes people do have coaches to help them hear themselves think and to, you know, it's sort of like at the Olympics. There's not one of those performers elite performers that does not have a coach. Right. Right. And so I, it's just a plug. I'm going to put a little plug in here for the importance
2: and the value of coaching.
1: You know, yeah, I, I, I agree
2: it. with you. I think everybody should have a coach. Um, I, because we can't see for ourselves, m- usually, what others can see right. in us. That's we why have- even we, I have my own coaches, right. Um, and, and also, the more I grow, the better I am for the people I coach, right? But I also run a, a, the spectrum of coaching on one side, mentoring or training in the middle, and then consulting on the end when advice-driven consultation is really what's required in certain instances. So I really enjoy doing all of it. Um, but the coaching is great because when, as you well know, both of you, when somebody can come to their own decisions about things there's nothing more powerful it's far more powerful than somebody telling them that they should do it
0: yeah right
2: yeah in so. fact actually
1: a part of the brain shuts down when they're getting advice
0: so um,
1: so <laughs> what do you I- mean
0: i don't i don't know what you mean I'm not no there's why <laughs> It's actually
1: true. There's actually a part of the brain that when you're being given advice, there's a part that kind of goes offline because the brain is trying to be efficient, right? It's 20% of your total energy in your body, this guy up here or gal. And so it's going to look for shortcuts. So if someone's giving you advice, your brain's like, okay, we'll just knock that one offline. And so it's not the same. (laughs) It is not the same as what you were saying, Noreen, about, Mm -hmm having been asked a question and having to really dig deep and say oh aha that's what i think it is
0: Mm
2: it's very powerful yeah
0: it's so exciting and to me it's it's so much about self-mastery of like how do i stay in touch with my emotional life and be vulnerable but also use critical thinking because you know my amygdala got way over fight flight freeze fight fight please fight fight you know and so i'm still learning how to use my critical thinking but then be able to drop back into my heart and that's mm-hmm. practice and that's part of what i do in my my coaching world but yeah i you know i have to say i've been so inspired by i love the gymnasts and i know several people are like it's not a real sport but those women are flying through the air four inches they've got four different things. They don't just do one thing like <laughs> ice skating. They have to like do the uneven bars. Then they have to do like this dance thing on the floor. Then they have to get to do the balance beam. And then, oh, and the vault. Like I can't
2: even do a cartwheel. I'm almost, right, like...
0: right. And The balance and
2: beam. Pretty... I can't even do like the ankle tree pose in yoga without. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> and, And
0: and if you've watched, I mean, and you can tell they've been competing from such a young age, so they're prepared. But, like, if you look at, they're on the balance beam, and there's all kinds of stuff going on right Mm -hmm. around them, not to mention languages, like, you know, as someone who is easily overwhelmed, like, sensory, I would just, I just am amazed. They're so fierce and so focused and such a great lesson, you know. So, yeah, Yeah. to me, that's such a great example of the power of coaching. And I'm also really not that I'm happy that, you know, Simone had a bad mental whatever, but I think that really helps people realize mindset is so important.
2: Right. And I was as well as feminine power, as well as her ability to own her power to say, this is not happening for me right now. Right. 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 Not out of, she has certainly performed and excelled and mastered things that the world has seen in the past. So everybody is aware of what she's capable of and what she's done. Right. But right. her ability to say, this is not a good thing right now for me. And it's best for me to step back shows that she owns exactly who she is she's brilliant she's still brilliant she's got most people supported her right yeah, in this right. there's always those crazy critics but right um yeah I have two thoughts on that that um
1: someone you know Brene Brown says if you're not in the arena you don't get to criticize me you know right. if we're exactly. not in the same yes. arena yes.
0: Preach, and, preach, and, sister,
1: and when you think of what she did now she just won the bronze. Spoiler alert. Of course, this will be published like weeks after the Olympics. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's worth to put it out there anyway. But she just got bronze on the balance beam because she was mm. able to come come back for that one, that one element. And we don't know the timing of when our mind or body is going to feel or be a certain way. We just don't know what that's going to be. And so right. I love that she took her own power back or kept her power, stayed firm in her decision, and then when the time was right, come back and say, I think this I can handle because those those moves they do are in fact death-defying. So same with skating. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, yes. they can die doing these moves. And so um, this idea of if you've got something going on in your brain and you can't figure out where you are It's sort of like, yeah, that's not a good idea. Plus, I got two moves named after me, so nobody gets to criticize Simone Biles. (laughs)
0: And and I have to say, I was was happy with the outpouring of empathy that I saw. And, you know, I'm reminded, I I remember reading Andre Augusty's book, Open, and I was like, every person in comedy should read this book because it was more about the mental game and the coaches that would work with him. It was all about his mental you know, the work, the physical workouts happened, but it was all about what was happening here.
2: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know,
0: again, we all love coaching. We all love coaching. Well, so, it's the same uh, in business. It's the yeah.
2: same in business. It is all about the mental game. I would say at least 80 to 90% of it is. That's a great,
0: that's a great segue, mm-hmm. Noreen. Um, tell us what you're interested, tell us what you're excited about. What are you, I know you have, this fabulous group that you're doing that I'm so lucky to be in, and then you do Sunday Silver Linings. You, why don't you tell our fabulous leaders, uh, leaders, listeners, <laughs> readers, and leaders, um, about what you're up to?
2: Well, yeah, I do um, private one-on-one work. I do groups. I have a group called the Brilliant Feminine Leader, which is a year-long group that combines uh, feminine leadership and business mastery um, with a a lot of marketing and and sales um, uh, focus built into it. Um, And that that group is really to develop these women, both women who are new fairly new in business and others who have a footing in business but have been have plateaued and are really looking to develop further um, so so that 's the current project that's been close to my heart it 's an intimate group, but I wanted to launch it, and i 'm all about speed. Um, The other thing that's going on, I do run these free uh, Sunday sessions. Uh, Most Sundays of every month they are published called Sunday Silver Linings Conversations uh, that I actually started last year during COVID to provide a venue, a forum for women or anybody. We have a a horse guy from Texas that shows up some (laughs) weeks and – and this was a chance to really work with um, some of the soft skills, if you will, some of the the leadership skills, uh, you know, because nobody wants to wake up on a Sunday and be cozy and have a cup of coffee and drive, you know, drill down into business uh, per se. So we make it more of a coaching and conversation event where I usually present a certain theme like, happiness or confidence, and I've done some research, and I kick it off, and then we hear from the group, and we do self-reflection, and it's really become what started as, okay, we'll do this for a few months until everyone's vaccinated, these people who are coming who are not private clients or in my group said, we will pay for this. Please keep this going, (laughs) so, uh, but right now, it's still an event that anybody is welcome to join Uh, So that and then the other thing that I actually discovered about myself was uh, Elaine knows because she was one of my uh, brilliant leaders who I interviewed. I did an an all day um, interview series last November where I interviewed about 11 women experts and the whole day was around feminine conversations on power, money, leadership. And I'm actually going to be launching a 21 day interview series uh, in the November time frame. So that's the big thing that's coming up. As well as some other things that I've got in the works, but I'm not really at a stage that. Um, to share yet. To, to, okay. to share. Right. So. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's always something. I'm traveling a lot this year. You know, I have a lot of other passions too. I'm very. Elaine can tell you I'm very committed to my work. but um, And like I said, I move with speed. I I shared with Elaine today um, that I actually, my son is in Israel right now. And I said, you know what? I've always wanted to go. I've never gone. We're all going to Italy in October, the family. Um, I'm going to come over and spend a couple of weeks with you. So I, I make the decision. I get online. I book the airfare. And I started like, and it's the end of this month, like the 21st, I'm planning to leave of August, right? I booked it last week, only to find out that Israel's not letting people in. (laughs) Oh, no. Sorry. (laughs) Unless you're part of something special that they can um, pre-arrange. So I'm sending in a permission slip, so to speak. Um, to see what I can do. I'll somehow make this happen, if not now, later. But, um, but that is, um, that's an important part for these women uh, in terms of the women I work with, that when we are coming from a place of desire and knowing that there's a vision that we have, but then there's this starting point that's like three years down the road and everything else is important except that. Um, that's a big issue for women right so getting ready
0: to get ready ready.
2: exactly and it's like we just have to move we have to move and and you'll learn as you move you'll grow as you move and if you're not doing that you're not learning and you're not growing so
0: I love it and I think you were saying how like if a man has 30% of the job requirements, he, he will go ahead and apply for the job. But if a woman has 95%, she's like, oh, I'm not ready.
2: Yeah, I'm yeah. not qualified. I'm not 100% of what they want.
1: Right. That's what And that, that's do. that And that's that perfection. Um, I need to be 100%. And the other is, is well, I'll give it a try. And so mm-hmm. right. for everything, what you're basically saying is just give it a try. Start now. Yeah. Just do it, yeah.
0: Right. One of yeah, my that. favorite quotes is, um, can you be curious rather than judgmental with yourself? Mm. Mm-hmm. And life. Huge. So, And Kathy, Kathy Keegan, what are you up to? I know you just finished this cool training and you have this fabulous new quiz.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just came up with a really fun assessment for people to do just to get a temperature check on where they are in their careers. Right now, one of the things that's going on It hasn't really started happening, but people talk about it like it will, the great resignation. What has happened in the last year and a half is people have had time, space, a lot of change, a lot of disruption, and they're thinking very differently about what they want from a work life and Mm. how they want that to be, how they want to show up. We've learned things that, you know, the way we gather Um, We've learned things about gathering online that are can be actually fine and not bad. And so um, and so I feel like there are a lot of people who are interested in making some kind of a change. And what I want to help people understand is there are different kinds of change. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean, oh, my God, I got to overhaul everything. Sometimes that's Mm -hmm. called for sometimes just a small adjustment a little shift is all you need to make and get a huge win for yourself. And so this is yeah. a big time of reconsidering and evaluating. And so I have this adorable little quiz and I have the catchiest URL for it. Just wait do you hear this. CareerRevisionAssessment.com. <laughs> Ooh. What team of brilliant minds... <laughs> sat around and thought up that brilliant name. That was Oh my god. La- You're so brilliant. You're so <sighs> brilliant. I love it. It's perfect. I- it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. yeah. So I so love that's it. that's pretty much and just enjoying we went to the concert that didn't exist um on Saturday. <laughs> I was wondering cuz a po- name dropper. I'm what ha- oh, what happened? I'm a Well, I'm not a Lala girl, but Lollapalooza was in town here for the last three or four days. And there was also supposed to be a concert at Millennium Park. The classical orchestra, the Chicago orchestra does free concerts during the summer. It's fabulous. And so you pack a picnic and you go. And I thought, how is that going to work with Lollapalooza, you know, amped for sound and this? Well, I got my answer. They weren't doing a concert that <laughs> night. So we showed oh, up yeah. with our picnic basket. <laughs> da, 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 And so uh, we actually just went in. <laughs> Chicago people are very nice here. And so instead of New York where someone would be like, it's closed, it's canceled, get out of here. Um, in Chicago, they have a representative from the symphony saying, no, we don't have anything now, but would you like to scan this code and hear the lecture they're doing over it, whatever. They have like all these other ah. available resources so um and so i got my answer too because as we sat there eating our picnic you could hear Lollapalooza quite clearly and so yeah it, it there there is no compromise it's this or that's not a yes and so. oh my
0: gosh well you got to go to your concert you know, it makes me think of um i did a a workshop that in my friend's office she was a psychotherapist on Fifth Avenue on a Sunday. And we're, you know, it's a Sunday. We're, we're gonna do this thing from like noon to three, la la la, so we had some people, and we're like doing this meditation, it's change your money mindset, and I of a sudden you hear this, YMCA! And it was the pride, the pride parade on a freaking Sunday, and you know, like who didn't do their homework? So we were like, okay, you can't fight pride so great. we just worked with it because what else are you going to do so oh that's so great oh my God. well this has been so much fun so in in closing Noreen I want you to tell us if people want to know more about how to get a hold of mm-hmm. you you know a great entryway might be sunny Silver Linings how do they do that what's the best okay. way
2: okay well the best thing to do is to email me directly Noreen because I have the link for it but Honestly, I don't have it up right now to give it to you. So you don't have uh, a clever
1: you don't have a clever name like careerrevisionassessments.com? I, I don't
2: not yet, but I'll send the link out. But um, uh, you know, so they it can is just go to Noreen,
0: is. email you at Noreen at, at NoreenHoward
2: Noreen Yes, okay. absolutely. And, awesome. And uh, my team will get back to them with the link. And we welcome you, and we want to hear from you, and Um, we, it's really fun
0: and if people want to know more about what you're up to, that'll be on your website too.
2: Yes. Everything will be on the the website in terms of the interview series and so forth. Yes.
0: And she does send out these fabulous written stories and emails. So I encourage everybody to get on her newsletter list. So
2: yeah, if they join now, there's a, there's a link for seven essential marketing tips. Um, which is, you know, so if, if anybody wants that, you can go to noreenhoward.com and uh, fill in your information and you'll get that. So,
0: okay, awesome. And, Kathy Keegan, will you tell us again about your new fabulous quiz? Because I <laughs> took it,
1: I took it, and I levitated.
0: <laughs> no, okay. It wasn't well, oh, I, just the cat. Sorry, I, I but-
1: could rename it, but I, I give you a choice of four answers, and those four answers are grr, meh, okay,
2: <laughs> yes. That's on That's on your signature. <laughs>
1: yes it's on my signature um and uh you can always get me at kathykeegan.com and kathy at kathykeegan.com and um i'd love to chat with you and i'd love to hear from you and elaine what about toi? how would one get in touch <laughs> oh with God. you well, thanks so much for asking
0: um so yes the best way is elaine at captivate the com i'm starting a new group program on wednesday for these really cool um chronic healers i'm really psyched about doing that as a group with them and then i you know i do um a free master class at least once a month on video and starting another one on story i'm also going to be doing more clubhouse so hopefully cool. really hope you can join me on fridays at seven so the best awesome. way is just is just reach out to me elaine at captivate the because I, um, yeah, my mission is a, a million people making mm. kindness cool again and helping heal the world with love and laughter through story and how else we can come from our hearts and with our businesses. So among
1: um, the three of us, let me tell you, I want to end needless workplace suffering. I think we've got this covered. The three of us. Mm,
2: mm. So please join us. That's <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> awesome, You're all doing awesome, wonderful things. Yeah. I I will leave you with this because it was really at least from my end. Um, Elaine knows I've been on a special meal plan um, and what's cool about their their the items, the food that's delivered, they give a super food, food spotlight on each item and this one is turmeric and there's a, a name gauri, G-A-U-R-I which is the Sanskrit word for turmeric which means she who is shining and brilliant. That's what it means. So, to all the women out there who are shining and brilliant, and if you don't love turmeric, you may want to start eating it. <laughs> so, wow. I just thought it was very apropos. That so, like, is the perfect it, way to wrap um, us
0: up. Brilliant and shiny. shining. Thank you, Noreen. Yeah. Thank you, hey, you Noreen. So much Both. For joining Thank you, Thank you. Yeah. Thank this you. So much fun. Bye, Thank- everybody. Thank okay. You.
1: Thank you Bye. so much for listening.
0: Yay! You made it to the end. Thank you so much for listening. We're so excited you were here. Feel free to reach out at stillhumanpodcast at gmail.com or Kathy at kathykegan.com or Elaine at captivate the crowd.com.
1: See you next time.